Heavenly Father and our God, we thank you so much for who you are, for all that you have done, and all that you're doing even now. We thank you for bringing everyone here, for our, having everyone join us online and on the radio and wherever they're joining us from to hear a word from you. I pray your Holy Spirit will teach us all things and that everyone will be forever changed for the better. Having a better understanding of your word and ultimately, Father, a closer walk with you. So be glorified now as we look to you to teach us all things. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we ask and pray. And all of God's people already say, Amen and amen. amen. To God be the glory. Our topic for today is get the text of what happens next. Get the text of what happens next. You see, we're living in a world where phone calls are no longer the main way to communicate <laughs> with someone who is you know, not present in front of you or in close proximity. Now it's all about text. That's the number one way by researchers to send a message to people. People don't want to call no more. As a matter of fact, you even have people leaving on their voicemail. Don't leave a message. Text me. You leave a message, I won't call you back. I've heard that on phone. And I'm like, well, what's the sense of having a phone number? Now, I feel bad for like the older folks that still have a rotary phone. <laughs> I was in the bank the other day and standing waiting this guy and he's doing some transaction. And I was like, Lord, give me patience, you know, because he was just really slow. And he wasn't that old either, you know. And he was doing his thing and the guy said, oh, you can, you can go online and do this with your phone. And they're like, I don't have a cell phone. And I said, this guy don't have a cell phone. Can you imagine a world without cell phones now? You have to stop and use a payphone to call home. <laughs> you can't even find payphones no more. But some people refuse to change with the times and you can't knock them. But text is the way people are communicating now. Even in my home, you know, my wife texts me this morning. <laughs> I went downstairs. You know, I was finished up my devotions and, you know, they were still sleeping and I was about to make my tea, a text coming. I was like, <laughs> and it's a good text. She's like, where do you go with a sad face? Because she's sad if she wake up and I'm not laying beside her. So that's a good thing. Yeah, give her a round of applause for that. I got a good wife. Some wife, they wake up, they see their husband, they're like, oh, shoot, he's still there. Oh, let me pretend like I'm sleeping. <laughs> Stop it if you're doing that. Don't do it. All right. Now, we want to look at what happens next in relations to where we are in life now. But before we can see what happens next, I want to back up a little bit to show you what we failed to do as a church, as a nation, as a world. All right, so go with me to first of all, um, Second Chronicles, Second uh, Chronicles chapter six. Second Chronicles chapter six, and that's just before Second Chronicles seven. 
And we're going to go to verse 28. We're going to start. Now Solomon is doing the prayer of dedication to the temple he just built. All right? And he said something very interesting that the Spirit of God wanted me to share with you today. Start in verse 28. It says, If there is a famine in the land, or a plague, or crop, disease, or attacks of locusts, or caterpillars, or if your people's enemies are in the land, Besieging their towns. Whatever disaster or disease there is. And if your people, Israel, pray about their troubles or sorrow. Raising their hands toward this temple. 